Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Cloud Wars Disruptors, where we are talking with executives who are driving uh, high levels of business change and innovation across the industry through dynamic new modern cloud technologies. We're delighted to have with us today uh, Diego Pantoja Navajas, who is uh, Vice President of AWS Supply Chain. Diego, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate you having me today. It's a, it's a pleasure. So, uh, Diego, I'm going to just for a, for a moment here at the introduction, just state the obvious. Uh, AWS is the category king, the creator of the whole cloud infrastructure space. You've been remarkably successful there and in platform. Now you are leading now a new business application for AWS in the supply chain area. So uh, is that this is a new direction, it seems a little bit for AWS and love to hear from you a little bit about how AWS decided it was time to step into the application space. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much for that. And uh, it goes back to um, very four critical questions. Um, Bob, one, one of those questions is, um, can we help um, uh, our customers in solving some of those most critical uh, issues that they're having? Could we move the needle for Amazon um, by us going into that, that industry? Uh, do we have the right differentiated approach in, 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 in that specific industry? Um, do we have expertise uh, in serving that industry today? Um, so basically, can we look inside our four walls and say, yes, we know how to um, serve that industry. We have expertise, we have um, knowledge and, um, and we can leverage that to serve our customers better. And usually that's what, what happens, Bob, that customers wants to um, hear from Amazon, from AWS, how are we internally solving some of those critical issues, correct? So they want to learn from us uh, and they want to, at the same time, ask us to leverage that, that knowledge with them and, or share that knowledge with them um, to, to help them uh, solve their, 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 their issues as well. And then uh, the, the last point I will say in terms of... Um, the analysis that we do, and I'm giving you a very high level analysis, is do we have the competency that could really uh, help our customers? And if we don't, can we go to the market and acquire it uh, very fast so we can put that, that competency to, to, to work uh, uh, for our customers? So that's um, a, that how we analyze these opportunities. And if we have a positive outcome by doing this, this, this exercise, uh, we definitely um, feel excited, uh, energized and excited about that. Um, and um, we that's how we went into the uh, AWS supply chain, especially specifically in the supply chain area to to invest in that in that specific industry. Yeah, Diego, thanks. that's a that's a great insight uh, set on there about you know why AWS moved into this field. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts a little bit on um, though again, that customer interaction, right? because, You've got some well-established uh, big applications companies in the supply chain field. So in your conversations with customers, what is it that you're doing at AWS Supply Chain that gives them the confidence to say, we're going to go with a relatively new entrant, entrant here from AWS versus the established competitors? Um, that, that's a great, great, great point. And, and when... When we think about how we're going to sell our customers, and if you think about specifically, specifically in supply chain, well, um, the, the mental model has been uh, that 
any player in the supply chain will ask customers to uh, really um, do a, a rip and replace, migrate systems from one vendor to the other. Um, it, it's really a, a very delicate um, environment because supply chains, and we have seen that, especially especially over the last, I would say, well, of course, over the last you know, 30, 40 years, but in recent times, uh, since COVID, we have seen how critical they are for our day-to-day -day lives, correct? We have seen many disruptions. We have seen disruptions caused by men. We have seen disruptions caused by nature. Uh, we have all experienced not having paper towels uh, in the supermarkets or or the car industry has suffered by not having chips, uh, so we cannot produce cars and and we cannot buy some very essential uh, components uh, because the supply chain was being affected. So uh, it, we, when we look into that and when we talk with customers, customers are telling us, look, I know my supply chain better than anybody. I know my pain points. I know the systems that are working, the systems that are not working. We have done, uh, you know, uh, very uh, long-term projects in investing in technology, our own IP, all those kind of things. So when you create an application, especially in the cloud, uh, when you know that you have a, a, a very uh, mature industry like supply chain with multiple players, um, you need to come from a perspective of how I'm going to be able to help my customers to really leverage all that existing investment that they have how I'm going to help my customers to really find uh, the areas that are blocking them for being successful. And at the end of the day, when you start putting your, but when you start putting yourselves in the customer's shoes and you understand the point points, it's about creating a cloud-based application that can really sit on top of all those applications that they're currently using, um, you know, planning solutions, execution solutions, ERP solutions, um, and say, okay, where are the areas uh, uh, where you're having issues? And really, Bob, when it comes down to is visibility, is being able to get all that data that customers have across all of these dispersed systems and bringing all that data together, leveraging the power of the cloud, leveraging the power of natural processing language, leveraging the power of machine learning, and being able to sit on top of them uh, or those systems without asking any of those customers to migrate or replatform and say, we're going to help you getting all that data. We're going to help you untap all that valuable information that you have. And we're going to help you uh, associate that, all that information so you as a customer can really make the best decisions for your business, lower your costs, lower your risk, and be able to really provide the, the feedback in real time to your in to your business in terms of where they uh, they can find um, better decisions, uh, where they can mitigate risks, where they can you know create a, a better operational resiliency, uh, and and in that way, it's 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 helping our customers to really um, sit down and own their own. Uh, I think the other part that is very important, uh, Bob, is the customers want to own their own roadmap. Customers want to own their own destiny. And they don't want to feel the pressures from vendors to say when I need to migrate or why I need to migrate. Um, and, and, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help our customers. Uh, we're trying to help our customers to uh, mitigate those risks, uh, reduce friction, uh, and really uh, take uh, or expand and take uh, the best um, 
potential of all those these persistence that they have without the need of replatforming and saving them, um, um, you know, uh, a significant amount of uh, time and money uh, by not going into these visual cycles of upgrades or and visual cycles of trying to move from one vendor to the other. Um, we're just trying to help with with the rest of the industry and help our partners also um, uh, uh, to 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 help our customers. Yeah, Diego, it's it's interesting as uh, you were explaining that it. I'm reflecting back before the cloud. It seemed like, uh, and maybe in the early days of the cloud, uh, there were a lot of customers who might have looked at the technology solution that was being proposed, and they saw all that pain and uh, misdirection that was involved in what you described. And they said, hey, you know what, if that's the solution, I'll stick with what I currently have. So um, the notions you mentioned there of the speed, the saving of time, and I really loved your point there about the customers want to be in charge of their own destiny. They want to be the ones that set their own roadmap, not have it dictated to them by someone on the outside. Yeah, that's that's very important, very important, correct? Um, AWS, uh, when we look at in terms of our customers, correct, um, we, we really want to be able to build applications that are really going to serve their most critical issues, okay? And, and we really take a very customer-centric approach. We, 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 we build applications on behalf of our customers. Uh, and when we do that, it, it's really we 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 do a lot of um, we take a lot of time into diving very deep and meeting with customers, understanding their pain points, and that's how we can conclude on all these points that I just mentioned to you, Greg. What is the simple way of thinking to solve these most critical issues, Greg? The most complex issues, mm -hmm. and sometimes by thinking very simple in a in a very simple manner. Uh, that's the challenge, correct? It's like you can create very complex applications, you can create very complex processes, you can um, push customers to say, hey, if you really want to leverage the best ML models, or if you want to you know, leverage our cloud infrastructure, you have to do that. that. That will not work, correct? Today, we're working in a world that needs interoperability. They need to be, um, systems need to be able to um, work together, customers, uh, uh, you know, the, the myth of moving to the cloud is, is okay, we're moving to the cloud, but now we're going to let all vendors um, run things for us, correct? Like the movement to the cloud was awesome. Applications needed to migrate to the cloud. Uh, we needed to, to, to remove the heavy lifting from our customers in terms of maintenance, in terms of cost. And, and it was a, 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 a very expensive cost cost entry level for many customers to go into buying applications in the past because how, how difficult it was to have your own data center, uh, implement your applications, customize those applications, blah, 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 blah. But right now, when, when you have these solutions in the cloud, now you can look at them and say, okay, I love, I love the cloud model. It's giving me um, the the, the simplific simplification of maintenance of those applications. I don't have to be uh, looking into my infrastructure all the time, and 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 now I can really focus on what are those key issues that my my business is having, and I can leverage these applications in the cloud. But one of the biggest things that we all need to understand when you migrate to the cloud is that cloud applications will provide you a backbone of the um, solutions that you need, but they will not solve your every single problem, correct? But 
That's why cloud applications need to be uh, very, very easy to customize or, or configure very, 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 so extend the application, configure the application. So in that way, the customers can really look into that 60% coming or 70% coming from the vendor and that 30% or whatever percentage is of really localization or, 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 or um, a extensibility that they need to have to make that business application work for their own needs. So um, it, uh, it's very interesting, correct? We, 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 we were we, now, unfortunately, too, we have a bunch of models, correct? We have a hybrid model. We have an on-prem model today, still on-prem model. We have a cloud model. So uh, that's what I was trying to say at the beginning of the conversation, Bob, that what we're trying to do is give customers options. Mm -hmm. Customers love options. Customers want to say, you know, for my, um, I don't know, um, brick and model business, I'm going to use this type of technology because it's working. I have invested, I have built it, I have whatever you have done with it, but it's working for me. I don't want to change it. Perfect. Keep it. We'll help you maintain it. We'll, keep you, we'll help you leverage in that, that investment that you have done. For my e-com business, I want to start moving more into the cloud because, you know, all the, all the applications that I'm going to use are more cloud-centric or, 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 or they're more, um, they will work better in, in, in that way. So I will go in that direction. So if you give the customers the options to manage their business, then you really have a win-win situation and, and the approach, the advantages uh, it, it, that you can provide to them is 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 very 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 important uh, as the customers start learning more and more about those applications. Yeah, uh, great, Diego. Thanks. There are two related things I wanted to ask you. One is, um, are there particular industries that you find are that uh, AWS supply chain is most ideally suited for, or that are showing the most interest in it? And then, could you talk about two with that, Diego? Um, as you've described it here, supply chains have become so essential to the entire business operation, or the right. all business outcomes. So who are the decision makers when you sit down there uh, about which supply chain uh, solution to pick? Look, I, I think that uh, that's a great question. And let, let me start with the who first, and then I'll go more into the what. Um, I think there's a book that says first who, then what, correct? So, um, um, but but just going into that, um, the the who, uh, as supply chains have become more essential for more companies, and we have moved from being a call center and have moved into uh, being um, uh, a, a big, one of the biggest differentiators in, 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 in helping companies to increase bottom line because the more efficient your supply chain, more the more nimble your supply chain, uh, the more costs uh, and how can you improve margins also across all those different um, companies, then supply chain leaders. Um, so supply chain has evolved, correct? If you go back 40 years ago, you didn't have a chief supply chain officer. That, that didn't exist. You have maybe the the uh, VP of logistics, or you have somebody in charge of operations, correct? And it was more about managing those physical assets that you had in your in your company. But you never thought about supply chain being so critical, having that seat on the table with the rest of the C-level uh, officers. Now supply chain is is uh, at the center of the, the, the I don't wanna say the center, but it's, it's, it's having a, a seat at the table. And, what has happened is that supply chains now touch every single department of a company, correct? Finance, procurement, um, 
uh, you know, design, um, um, sustainability. Um, you, you, you really, uh, and of course, you, 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 those, all those have a, you know, you have a big, 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 a, a big, a big influence in terms of the decisions that and the strategy, of course, that the companies will will, will take. So I, I think the who is that supply chain now is it's sitting uh, and, and and at the table with the other C level officers, and we're really influencing. Um, uh, the strategy companies were influencing the the how we believe we're going to uh, improve, like I said, the bottom line of companies, uh, how we're going to re reduce risks, how we're going to reduce costs. Um, and um, so uh, when we talk about who we meet and who, we, who who is our target customer, there's always a tier one uh, customers and there we're talking to, you know, inventory leaders, we're talking to supply leaders, we're talking to C-level officers um, who are responsible of, of, you know, again, like I said, CEOs, CFOs, chief procurement officers, uh, that all of them are, right now are, are working so closely together. And, and I think, you know, uh, as technology also has evolved, um, there's no, the swimming lanes have changed a little bit, correct? So, a, a, a you know CFO wants to know how efficient is my supply chain, correct? Um, you know how I'm reducing those costs. Before it was, hey, how is my warehouse doing? Oh yeah, we were able to ship you know X number of units, or we were able to receive. We we have, but now it has is is that orchestration of the business from my point of view is coming from the supply chain. And if you know how to orchestrate a supply chain better than your competitors, if you know how to use the different applications and technology uh, that exist in the market better than your competitors, if you are able to um, expose technical and business-oriented decisions into how to improve that bottom line, you're going to do really good. So that's why I believe supply chain is really the orchestrators of today's uh, enterprises and, and companies in general. Yeah, and then, Diego, that, that's uh, perfect because I think, uh, you know, what you said there about they are... Uh, they're helping to orchestrate the business. That's a great way to look at it. And then I wondered too, if there were certain industries in the early days that AWS supply chain is focused on, or do you feel that it's a solution that can cut across just about every type of industry? Yeah, that, that's another um, great uh, point. And from our point of view, when, when we, like I mentioned, when we start having conversations with our customers in terms of what are where there was those most critical issues that they wanted to solve. Uh, we, we, we learn uh, from them that supply chain issues are really affecting retailers, are affecting CPG companies, are affecting manufacturing companies, oil and gas companies, energy, health. Um, so like I said, because and, and the reason why is because I, I I go back to those that comment that I made about the swimming lanes changing in in, in within the corporation, um, and 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 now everybody needs to have a good orchestrator, a good supply chain that can really help uh, this business to be successful. So we're not building this application focus in any specific industry, Bob. We're making the solution the backbone of the solution very strong uh, to serve all these different industries so customers can leverage uh, our investments and, uh, in, and in our cloud native architecture uh, so they can leverage this, this technology in, in different industries, like I mentioned before. So 
Um, and the exciting thing is that since our preview launch, uh, we, we, we've been able to, to have those discussions uh, across multiple uh, industries. So we're very excited to see the results of, 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 the, of our investments. So, so very exciting about that. Yeah, Diego, too, could I ask, because uh, you've, you've you know, covered it very thoroughly about that notion of help reduce risk, help reduce cost, keep things moving, that central orchestration of things and the efficiency angle. But is uh, supply chains in general and the AWS supply chain solution in particular, is this also a, a solution that's going to help your customers do better sort of upstream with customer experience, making sure people get what they want on time? Can it help companies uncover new revenue streams and new possibilities beyond the efficiencies and cost control? Yeah, uh, and let me let me try to answer that question in four four points that I think are critical to, to that. First, first thing anything, um, once you're able to provide customers inventory accuracy and visibility across multiple locations and different sales channels, then our customers um, start believing or start feeling the effects of, of a good supply chain, a good resilient supply chain, correct? So limits of inventory visibility really cause organizations to be um, to, um, to, to focus on or not being able to, sorry, to solve the most critical inventory issues across their supply chain, correct? They, they, will, they might be able to find um, a good um, inventory levels in a specific channel, but as 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 like I mentioned before, in today's world, um, you you need to be able to manage the inventory across multiple channels. It's a multi-channel uh, industry uh, or a multi-channel fulfillment capabilities or multi-channel inventory visibility. So. Uh, in having that visibility alleviates uh, the problem that customers have in aggregating inventory, getting the right information from their ERP systems, uh, being able to, to, to really uh, orchestrate also uh, all the, the tasking and, and execution of um, you know, warehouse management systems, transportation management system, and others. So um, uh, that inventory layer is very important, and um, all customers uh, across all industries are having that. You know, we have customers that have, you know, multiple ERP systems, um, and even sometimes they have the same uh, uh, ERP system from the same vendor, but from different versions. Mm -hmm. And that even that at that point, those systems are not. Um, fully um, sharing all that information. Um, you have different point solutions, which, which are wonderful solutions, but they were points, but they are point solutions, correct? They're solving a specific issue. So they're not helping our customers to, to get that uh, complete inventory visibility, like I mentioned before. Then the second part of that question of that answer is like um, lead time forecast, um, you know, causing inventory to arrive at the right time, not too early, not too late. I don't want inventory sitting in my yard because that's going to create a, a chaos uh, for me to manage my my yard. Uh, that's going to create a chaos for me to unload those 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 that inventory. And is at the end of the day, it creates a, a cascade effect on others. Correct? You know, you have inventory arriving late, or if you arrive, or you have inventory arriving too early, then you don't have space to put those order that inventory. And that also has a bunch of other implications in terms of costs, correct? So um, one of the things that customers were saying, we need to be able to, you know, 
AWS, you, I'm sure you 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 have a really good uh, lead time uh, uh, ML models that can that we can leverage from that. So it really was help, helping our customers to update lead times and be able to, like I said, get, 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 have the inventory at the right time. Uh, other other things that we we the third point of that is 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 being able to have the right metrics, uh, have the right uh, way to detect anomalies in your inventory levels uh, across your entire supply chain, correct? So one of the things that like, and going back to the point uh, I made before, if you don't have that inventory visibility that I mentioned in my first point of this answer, then you cannot have uh, or provide an, or, or detect anomalies for customers in terms of where their inventory levels are, how they're gonna be able to solve those issues at the right time, not by reading the news from yesterday and saying, oh my God, we, we missed this opportunity because we didn't have the inventory visibility in real time of what's happening, correct? Mm -hmm. So if you start putting that, and the last point I will say, the fourth component of that, that I think is very, very important is data. Supply chain is, you know, it's moving more and more um, into the, the company that can help or or the customer that can manage their data better um a, is going to to have a, a a big a big a big um uh is going to be in a better position so aw supply chain uh, is really helping our customers to really understand their data and associate that data providing our customers with tools that enable customers to really um get all that information create um uh, really out of the box connectors uh, to ERP solutions or others in the in the supply chain, so we can we can get data into our um, data lake. Is that you know a supply chain data lake that has been tailored for supply chain. So in that way, uh, from that canonical model, we can provide all sort of all, all sort of um, inventory visibility. So if you start putting together all these four points, then we're we're having a tremendous impact and our customers uh in all these different industries because all have share the same issues that i just mentioned before look for example i'll give you an example an oil and gas company correct it's like why an oil and gas company wants to buy aws supply chain or well because they have drilling platforms in the middle of the pacific yeah. and if the crew gets there earlier and the components that they need or the materials that they need to use for drilling is not there then you have a crew that is sitting, not being uh, productive, and you know resources within those platforms, water, food, energy, are very limited. So you need to be able to maximize those platforms, correct? So, or if the inventory gets there earlier and not the crew, then you know you don't know where you're gonna put those materials. I'm just giving you some examples of how uh, I'm, I'm trying to go remove myself from retail or CPG that are kind of easier to understand that. But even in oil and gas, we're having the same issues in a different dimension, uh, but it's the same, correct? It's all of them wants to have that inventory come in at the same time, uh, the right time, sorry, uh, to help them solve the, those issues. Well, Diego, this has been great. Uh, really a fascinating conversation. Three things that really jumped out at me, sort of core themes are, for you were, orchestration, synchronization, and optimization, right? If those are the, the gifts that AWS supply chain can give its customers, that's going to be a, a very nice outcome. Yeah, and, and really leveraging, um, Bob, you know, what, what, what we feel is our biggest differentiator is that AWS supply chain is really leveraging deep learning 
based natural language and processing uh, models that are helping our customers to really understand the business better. Uh, they're helping our customers to uh, associate that data in a, in a better way. Uh, and, and that's going to continue to be our focus, correct? Um, uh, we, 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 it's not about, uh, uh, if we continue, if we, our biggest differentiation is that. So it's, it's, it's how, how we can provide uh, a more advanced system or solution that can really inspect uh, in a minute by minute um, how the supply chain is performing. And the only way to do it is through, uh, you know, through advanced technologies. And we're very excited that uh, we're, we're investing in them and our customers are, are very excited about that, that investment that we're doing in, in their behalf. Well, fantastic, Diego. Thank you so much for the time today and uh, as uh, to hear a little bit more about this very exciting new chapter that AWS is moving into with supply chain. Thank you. I really appreciate it for having me today, Bob. Thank you so much. All right. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here on this latest episode of Cloud Wars Disruptors, where we've spoken with Diego Pantoja Navajas, who is the VP of Supply Chain Solutions for AWS. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Thank you. All right. Um, Well, great, Diego, thanks. That was a terrific conversation. You really uh, conveyed, I think, the unique value, the uh, opportunities, the things from the customer side, from the AWS side. Really, really well done. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Very excited and um, looking forward to continue working with you and the rest of your team. You have a, a wonderful team. I, I'm a big uh, follower of, uh, of well, I was, I was a big follower of Cloud Wars. I'm a big follower of what you do. And thank you very much for bringing those insights on a daily basis about how the cloud world is moving. And uh, I really appreciate what you do, Bob, every day. It's, it's, uh, I'm a big follower, so congratulations. Diego, thank you. Thank you for making it such an interesting business to, to follow. So uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity. And Mary, good to meet you. Peter, thanks for getting things arranged here. Thank you. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.